What changes do you need to make this new year? Some of mine are obvious, others might not be so easy to see. I'm not talking about resolutions, but with each new day, we are given an opportunity to choose to take steps toward change. We wanna see in every area of our life. The new year is a great time to self-examine a bit and look back at where you've been, maybe hold up a mirror and see where you are, and then pray about where God would have you be or even go. Caution, this is a process that often requires you to be mean to yourself just a bit. Seriously, we settle into comfortable rhythms and routines, which could be doing more harm than good. We desire physical health, joy, and fulfillment in our work and at home, spiritual maturity, community, and authentic relationships, but we aren't taking the steps to move in the direction to get there. When your car is out of alignment, you know it. You have to work harder to keep it between the lines. It's pulling one way and you keep bringing it back to center. In the same way, when something is out of sync in your life, you know it. But often we keep living with it that way. We choose to ignore it, which leads us to gradually drift off course. And the constant pull and stress of it all wears us down. There are changes you know you need to make right now that you can see, and then there are changes you need to make you maybe can't see. Thankfully, the one who knows you and loves you best can not only reveal what those are, but he will give you the grace and strength you need to take the next steps that lead to change. Philippians 3.12 not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us then who are mature should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. Paul was in prison when he wrote this encouragement to the Philippian Christians. And he still had a perspective of pressing on and taking hold of all God had called him to. He wanted to finish well. He was focused. He was disciplined. He wasn't pulled to the right or left. He knew the direction he was headed. He would not be paralyzed by his past or discouraged by the present. He saw beyond it. He had a kingdom perspective. His purpose was clear because it had been revealed through Christ Jesus. Paul was far from perfect, but he didn't focus on that. He focused on what he knew to be true, and he kept taking the steps he needed to press on. That's where discipline comes in. You move when you don't feel like it. You stand firm when those around you are falling away. You make changes in areas of your life you need to make to honor God in all you do. Paul took the step of aligning his life to God's way and God's word. He took the step of pursuing righteousness, even in prison. He took the step of not complaining and not giving up. 
He lived his life for Jesus alone, and in doing so, he encourages you and I today to do the same. That's the truth. It's not about perfection. It's pressing on each and every day, pursuing what is right. And as we do, we'll begin to see change in our life as we abide in God's grace along the journey. I'm Lori Klein.